Welcome to Revolution Radio, freedomslips.com, revolution.radio. This is Planet Collingwood coming to you from the deep bowels of Nutterwadding, which is just out the front of Mount Pleasant Road bus stop. But that's still, my name is Monty Dean. A big thank you to Why Not and the Y Files and the gentlemen, uh, all the crew. I do find it fascinating. We have the elders on and then my silly little program follows up. So um, I'm wondering if um, sensible people switch off and go, oh, crap, not again. Anyway, there you are. If you enjoyed the last two hours, please go to said website, freedomslips.com or revolution.radio and donate what you can to continue having the longest-running crowdsourced radio station on the planet because we're 100% listener-supported and 100% volunteer. So there's a lot of 100% in there. So $5 here, $5 there. Um, I've done the maths. If you just pay $10 a year, we should get enough people to um, float the boat. What the hell am I doing? Anyway, and once you're at the website, uh, buy some uh, T-shirts or caps and uh, check out the archives if you missed any shows and then pop into the chat room, which is chatting away. I can see – I'm going to turn romper room. I can see uh, all hail the, the Roe Nation, uh, Omega Legolos Logos. I'm going to get that right one day. Probably the day I leave, I'm going to go – and this is his name. Good night. Uh, he's doing a, a, a audio check for us, so we have to wait 30 seconds. Uh, it is an open round table. It's a comedy show, so we'll, after last week, we'll see how we go this week. <laughs> I, I've got two or three uh, talking points, but who knows where we'll end up. We'll just probably even laugh at each other. But that's the main thing. Don't hit this desk, right? I have been joined by my intrepid correspondents across this fabulous planet, which is in the shape of a pretzel. Let's just get that out of the way. I have been joined by, and I'm going to say the name, and then you can say hello. Just a bit of, um, so I can say all three names, and you all say no, uh, no. You you say no. Oh, I've been rejected. Steve Zerath, how are you, sir? We are broadcasting live, so he's part of the Planet Collingwood. He's the uh, satellite of, uh, not Planet Zerath, Zerath Moon. Steve, how are you? Yes, I am mooning all of you on Planet (laughs) Collingwood. It is full. (laughs) That works for me, yeah. (laughs) Excellent. We're on D-Live. I'm doing well. Yeah, excellent. We're deliving, which is delightful. Yeah, I know. We've also been joined by our Central American correspondent, Bruce McDonald, uh, the uh, gringo on the hill. Hey, how are you, Bruce? All in, Monty. All in. all in. Yeah. I was playing you again. Damn it. <laughs> as well as our New South Welshman, that poor bastard. Uh, Cortec, how are you, my friend? G'day, g'day, g'day. <laughs> oh, is that your new chime for your door? <laughs> Uh, I got. I, I was just looking at funny things to go along with Bruce's uh, all in. It might take that, a second. Like Hold a on. Barbershop quartet. Hello, hello, hello. I thought we were going to do with that when he read all three <gasps> names out. It would be great. No. Okay, so, <clears throat> is it, this is a joke, okay? The, the, <laughs> well, that's a, just setting it up well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, that's hard. Geez, there's a guy. Uh, there's a guy who lives in Ohio. One morning, he hears a voice in his head. The voice says, "Quit your job, sell your house, take your money, and go to Las Vegas." He ignores the voice. Later on the day, he hears the voice again. Quit, <laughs> quit your job, sell your house, take all your money, and go to Las Vegas. Again, he ignores the voice. Soon, he hears the voice every minute of the day. Quit your job, sell your house, take your money, and go to Las Vegas. He can't take it anymore. He believes the voice. He quits his job, sells his house, takes his money, and flies to Las Vegas. <clears throat> As soon as he steps off the plane, the voice says, 
go to the horseshoe. He goes to the horseshoe. The voice says, put all your money into a World Series of Poker entry. He puts up his $10,000 and buys an entry into the uh, WSOP. He goes to his assigned tournament table. His first hand is dealt and his guy uh, and the guy is dealt ace, uh, ace of spades and ace of diamonds. The voice says, go all in. He pushes in his entire $10,000 bankroll into the pot. <laughs> Three players call. The, day, the dealer lays down the flop, which is jack of hearts, ten of hearts, and nine of hearts. The voice says, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, a bit of, bit of, um, uh, bit of God humor there. I mean, obviously, we needed a cut lunch to get to the punchline, but still, we, we got there. It was good. <laughs> when you said, yeah, the, um, there was a man in Ohio, I was like, did he find some gold plates and start a religion? No, I've, I've heard that before. Um, Is that where Waco was? No, uh, we'll see. I don't know the Mormon religion. That you know, the, have you seen, have you know? Do you know how the Mormon religion started? Joseph Smith yeah. found some gold plates that disappeared later, and yeah, it just. I yeah. love that bit where he had to. Where was he was asked to rewrite them or something? <clears throat> no, yeah, I had can to translate that at home. <laughs> yeah, um, uh... I, only I can read these. Where are they? <laughs> oh, they've been taken back. Right. So, um, yeah, one of the galactic uh, races does has a sense of humour. <laughs> Zorog, I've got an idea. <laughs> what are you doing with those Easter egg foils? I'm going to send them down to Earth, right? <laughs> and they're going to start a religion. They'll set. They'll settle in Salt Lake City. Uh, fair enough. And then they'll have a big arch, which looks like a uh, um, a hook. And then uh, once our evil plan goes, they build a dome, and we can take away. Salt Lake City, just like Brainiac. I've been watching way too many comic book movies and stuff, haven't I? Like what? Yeah. Well, no, Brainiac Pinky, is from... Pinky in the Brain doesn't count. That's just old time. No, no, that's that's documentary worth. You know, that's that's the New World Order. Every what are we doing tonight? The same thing we've been trying to do for thousands of years. Try and take over the world. Oh. <laughs> Uh, speaking of um, just um, egotistical elitist twonkers, that's an, I've been watching a lot of Brave New World, and apparently the future's going to be basically like a rave, everyone in drugs, orgies, and bad music. I know that's probably the worst book review of Aldous Huxley's Brave New World, but there you are. I don't um, know. I, th I thought you were kind of talking it up there. <laughs> you attracted yeah, a lot of people with that kind of write-up. Yeah, in the reviews. Like, I can have mon um, uh, unprotected sex with everybody and be high on drugs. I like the appeal. Yeah, but this goes for centuries. Eh. <laughs> I, I sort of grow out of my drug face. Shut up and take this. You don't have no feeling attachment, and you will be happy. Sounds like the Great Reset. Uh, tonight's show is called Who Wants to Wine Like a Millionaire? And um, I know it's a distraction, but I'm going to talk about the Harry and is it Megan? I don't know. All I know is that um, she's 13% black and she's playing the race card and wore a dress that looks like the seagulls took target practice on her. And also, if you're familiar with the, the Oprah interview, where it was basically two millionaires talking to a billionaire in an idyllic villa and they talked about oppression. Nothing sus. 
So I only saw a minute of it. I'm like, I'm going to throw up. I'm astounded anyone changed into it. And of course, they're talking about oppression while not wearing masks, I assume. (laughs) Yeah, but strangely enough, something is on Oprah's ankle. (laughs) And until verified, it does look like a bracelet, uh, a prison bracelet. Well, something's, unless she's hiding her Winnie Blues down there, that's a a cigarette (laughs) reference for everyone outside of Australia. Uh, um, pack of Melbros. Uh, yeah, <laughs> she doesn't look like a smoker. Uh, <laughs> so, um, did we see any of this mass distraction? Because you know, it's it's the latest thing that's out there. And of course, Steve, being uh, uh, from the United States, you clearly don't care because you had a war about this two hundred years ago. Um, <laughs> yes, and then you had eighteen twelve. What happened in there? Anyway, uh, did you see any of it, or you um, actually um, have a life to lead and don't care? What eighteen twelve? No, no. Oh, uh, well, Megan, oh, we could talk about eighteen. That's the well, that's that the eighteen twelve's the interesting part. Um, the Oprah interview. <laughs> oh, oh no. Um, I'm uh, I'm I'm pretty well disconnected now. It's pretty good for me. I'm good. Oh, I'm real. Oh, I'm yeah. real good. The drama. You know they can um. They can, uh, they can, uh, they can, they can have as many baby sacrifices as the people think they deserve. Well, yeah, this is a couple, of course, that left the royal family and wanted their privacy, and then went on national television across the world with one of the most popular talk show hosts on the planet. That 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 makes sense. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Bruce, being a fellow uh, Commonwealthian, com, com, what are we um, subjects? <laughs> what what's yeah. the, what's what's the Canadian <laughs> point? Oh, you, you you're a bunch of commers. You, you got it. Common all yeah, over the place. Sub- you got it, Monty. We're subjects. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm not talking about maths or science. We're just yeah. the plebs, the the peasantry. Did you see any of it all? You because you, you you're in Central America and you don't care. You have a life as well. Yeah, no, I did. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, this is, I, I thought, I oh, know, I could fill two hours of bagging on the elite, and well, I don't care. And I'm like, yeah, well, fair enough. I, I've learned something today. It's over. It's over. <laughs> He's all like, out. Let's, let's I mean, all, I, yeah. I, I think that they're supposed to, I think it's that one that's supposed to be announced as, like, the Antichrist or something like that. They've been talking about him ever since the little lamb picture, that kind of thing. Um, so that's I what I've heard. Was, I thought it was the older brother. Well, yeah, um, the one that actually looks like Charles, yeah. The one um, that was actually from from Prince from Prince Charles. Yeah, Gortek, uh, uh, being being an Australian, um, care factor low. <laughs> uh, care factor. I knew it had happened after the fact. For one reason, sorry, for one reason or another, I was at uh, at some. A uh, retail place uh, being served by an old woman, and she goes, "Oh, did you see the interview last night?" And I'm like, "Oh no, no, what was it?" Oh, you know this and that, and I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> see, another person that has a life. <laughs> very, very, very. I, I feel attacked. I, I need to have to. I need to find a life now. What, what's going on? Anyway, that's another another conversation. I can't believe uh, anyone would tune into it. Well, that, that's that's it, there's pageantry and, and tradition. But remember, it used to be tradition that the kings and queens would actually lead uh, their army into battle. It's like, well, let's bring that back. Can you imagine Liz on horseback going, okay, gents, let's go. I mean, she's 98 or something. So, you know, um, Prince Philip does look like a stunt 
double of uh, Emperor Palpatine from the Star Wars franchise. So. <laughs> Probably that dude's still alive. <laughs> having the best, most pure drugs in the world. No, have you seen a photo of him? Someone looks like, you know, the Hulk came down and was like, mm, Hulk smash, bang, bang, bang. <laughs> Like, it's got a, a very, like, you know, uh, Weekend at Andrews kind of uh, vibe. <laughs> that one picture I saw of him, he just looked like a dressed-up corpse in a car. It's like his yeah, mouth was yeah. a little bit agape. His eyes were like this dry bloodshot thing. Yeah, and it's, it's just like, yeah. this right. guy's got... This guy's holding a lot of hope that he's going to get that that synthetic transference taken <laughs> care of. Uh, there isn't much of a much of a, a, a draconian left in him. <laughs> yeah, he, he's he's definitely going for that transhumanism. However, this same man uh, who is portrayed by Matt Smith, uh, the eleventh Doctor, in the first two seasons of The Crown. And once again, my review of The Crown is, I really love the characters and care about this family. Couldn't give a toss about the real people. But the people, the characters, they're awesome. Uh, <laughs> Prince Philip actually has said, I think it was in the 80s, it's like, when I die, I hope to come back as a, um, a, a life-threatening disease for this planet. Like, yeah, that's the type of leader you want. I hate you all and I want you to die. In a good way, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I have more hunting <laughs> passages. There's too many useless eaters with their so houses more, and children. Carrion for the for the animals <laughs> I'm hunting. <laughs> yeah, unless we uh, hunt the dangerous person, the, the most dangerous animal, man himself. Anyway, um, he's a predator, and um, I don't wish death on him because he's that close. Anyway, we just have to wait. Let's be fair, bit of non karma committal there. Uh, don't wish he's dead. We just have to wait five minutes because <laughs> he's he looks like his death warmed up. Let's be fair. <laughs> oh, it's interesting as well that uh, it is a mass distraction, and uh, I don't know what else is going on in the world mainly because it's there's a lot of us disconnecting, which is kind of interesting to try and fill two hours on Revolution Radio because you get uh, reports on a lot of things and uh, from aliens to pole shift to dare I say the QAnon and stuff. There's actually blue and on, <laughs> which is um, the the left's conspiracy theories, <laughs> like, and of course they're, they're being censored because they don't want to be pointed out does it does it have anything to do with the blue chickens no that's wait, a totally wait, wait. that's a the totally black, different franchise blue what's chickens, the blue chickens like, the blue chickens are, are 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 cheating on the on on the ufo crowd with the uh with the autists you know i think <laughs> i think that, i think yeah, I think that meant Cortec. Cortec. Uh, the blue, the blue chickens were brought up yeah. by uh, David Wilcock and Corey Good, and they're the latest saviors in the galactic arena. Who um, they'll save us all, and of course, yeah. there's a lot of um, Kentucky yeah. Fried Chicken if jokes you, now. Yeah, if you, if you, and that's a, like, and I'm serious. Like, follow the logic of the blue avians of David Wilcock, and follow the logic of the psy of you know I'm calling it the psyop. Or you realize it's a psyop. Like, like that was a psyop. Yeah, especially like yeah. on this planet where um, it, 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 the go with the Hopi, they're kind of smart. Well, they're not kind of, they are smart. They they have their, their creation myth is like we walk through a, a, a stargate and turned up and here we are. Uh, and we are the ones that we're waiting for. You are, you're, you are the fractal of the prime creator. So therefore you are uh, God who's going to save it. You are your own savior and you can uh, reach Christhood if you fill out some forms. Oh, and by the way, the, your guardian angels are are an ant colony. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? 
Yes. Know, the, the Hopi, Hopi believe that there are, that there's a, a network of guardian, uh, uh, psychic ants under the earth. And yeah. Hopi are correct about this. Well, let's go to Bruce because yeah, he's been dealing with the galactic yeah. historian. So I'm sure he's got a tidbit here or there. Yeah, go ahead, sir. Yeah, the ant people are part of the inner earth. The inner earth species combined are about 45 billion, right? So, and surface numbers are way off. There's way more than 7.5 billion people on this planet. Um, but yeah, the ant people are are real. Yeah. yeah. Are they related to the small ants? Like, should we be better people to the small ants to get better treatment from the ant people overlords? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, um, I, for one, I, I welcome our, our, <laughs> our, our sugar-eating ant lords. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure as long as we're not trying to make, like, molten, like, gold statues of, like, ant colonies, then uh, I, I think we're not, like, doing unacceptable harm. Like, I've seen these beautiful art. It's just, like, they take an ant colony like 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 big ants like fire ants like like these guys that make these big big ones and they pour like a molten metal yeah, down amazing. it and let it harden in the form of the colony and then they pull it up out of the dirt it's incredible to see the structure of networks isn't it yeah yeah, yeah they yeah. actually the, the like that's, 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 that's kind of like that's kind of like what they say is going to happen in the bible <laughs> it's very much like those underground big underground places in turkey it looks that's like, like in ragnarok when musfelheim and 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 all the fire giants go nuts and just burn all the realms to the ground well uh, you beat me there steve because i was going to say yeah let's not put a hose down a hole into um <laughs> into uh the algartha and, and flush them out but i completely forgot about like yeah. some someone's gone you know what i've got some molten lead let's pour it down an ant here a whole ant hole and see what happens <laughs> There was nothing sci- there was no scientific thinking going on before that first Jerry, time they had you're, that done. You're a cut up, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Look what Jerry's doing. <laughs> yeah, oh, I think that's Os Paul's joined us, but he's got his camera on, which is not the, good for radio. See the roof. <laughs> Yeah, I know that that's pure excitement. See, look at the corners. Yeah, uh, it, it's also eating up bandwidth. So mm. Yeah, kill kill it. Kill it. I'm playing. I'm Jerry. Handsome man, but thank you. Yay! I'm off. <laughs> Sorry about that, fellas. That's all right. We know you're alive and you found the mute button, so everything's fine. Uh, did you catch the uh, interview with Oprah and Harry and that other woman? <sighs> no, I'm not too sure. The, I am well, so if you're not sure, that's you. no. <laughs> I am proud so, of every single one of you. None of us care. <laughs> this yeah. is what you get. This is what you get for encouraging yeah. all your friends to be bodhisattvas. <laughs> well, also, you know, who wants to watch, you know, uh, Oprah in, um, talk to an ex-soldier and an ex-actress? I think only really old people now. Yeah, yeah, the, I, I mean, what's yeah. the use of having an entire network of disseminating information if no one's watching? <laughs> well, it's also it's the monarchy, and the only reason that uh, the monarchy's still around because it's tradition. It's like, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand how people in the UK eat that shit up. You know, if they have a someone in out in a horse and carriage, you've got. I, I guess I'm, I'm guessing they're making the flags themselves, but you've got all these old biddies down the side of the street, you know, waving these little flags of oppression. You know, like what. What what is well, it? Is it an age of, thing? It's, it's part of well, yes, because it's part of the spell where um, 
uh, who was that liberal guy? I, I love Australia. Our conservatives are called liberals. <laughs> Stupid <laughs> freaking political party. Um, uh, like Menzies. Uh, the wrong way, so, yeah. Well, no, gravity. <laughs> Take it up with gravity. Not it's us. a Coriolis effect. I yeah, that also, all your maps are wrong. Australia is on top. I'm sorry to bring that up. Uh, but can Robert I, can Menzies, I just, which was the prime minister for 17 years, he's hard. He started the Liberal Party, and he's hard, hard, hard blue conservative, and he was such uh, a monarchist that you know I just saw her just passing by. It was like, yeah, because our our sovereign is yeah. She's actually the queen of Australia, and most Australians are like, yeah, and. And so, yeah, um, it, it's kind of pointless. But the, we have to wait for a generation two to die out because the, this, that's why they keep pushing it in the media. It's like, look, a prince, look what he's doing. It's like, yeah. <laughs> he landed you, on a plane you, and got in a, I, and got in a car and went to a tourist spot. So I do that. Does your, does your, does your government do your, does your government kiss up to the CCP or to the crown? Like, who gets more favor in your neither, government? Neither. And the Americans. Well, maybe like, Americans. Well, see, Australia's in that influent balance where it's like, oh, we're we're far enough away from the English, but we'll still hang out with them because you know tradition. But uh, we have we buy everything from the Chinese, but uh, we like the Americans because you've got a lot of guns, like military wise, and so um, we're we're sort of best friends to both. And so you know, if there's a fight in a pub or a saloon or you know um, in the car park, uh, well, we're the guy in the middle going, guys, calm down. I mean, you're both <laughs> hey, great. Hey, 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 right. Hey. You know, everybody but America is fairly globalized. They're trying to reintegrate America into globalization. Um, I, I, I mean, I just mean, like, is there evidence of a conspiracy that you're not really kind of like the crown's jurisdiction? Like there's a power shift. That's what I was. That's what I was asking in a funny way. No, not yet. But the Chinese are buying up a lot of stuff. I okay. heard uh, used to be Fat Gina Reinhardt is going to sell a shitload of territory. Well, yeah. So who though? Um, yeah. So there's a lot of that going on. We've also <laughs> been joined by another Victorian, um, Harry. How are you, sir? Howdy, duty. How's it going? Um, uh, well, yeah. Don't call me Howdy Duty. I've seen. I know what that is. <laughs> it's a small puppet with a ginger hair. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Sorry. gingers. My brother's a ginger. <laughs> <laughs> and also, if you rearrange ginger, it turns into. Anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> Actually, the funny thing about that coincidence is that in in uh, uh, as they've upgraded culture, that's what they did. See, all the characters, all the secondary characters that were gingers in comic books, were all replaced <laughs> by. Um, African-Americans. Yeah, Nigerians, yeah. Uh, Harry, did you catch the... Uh, I'm going to go with no. Because <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm not going well here because everyone's like, nah. But did you watch the... Over and don't forget, but, and Peter Parker. Peter Parker is technically... Ten bucks. Yeah. Right, go Ten ahead, bucks Bruce. That. Ten bucks this fruitcake watched it. <laughs> go. <laughs> Harry, did you watch the interview? Yes. <laughs> I told you. I told you. <laughs> Uh, I was actually around at my friend's place, and she had it on because uh, she watches that. She wanted to watch it, and uh, yeah, the thing I picked up on it was one word: assets. 
<laughs> yeah, that's yeah for someone. Yeah, they uh, millionaires that um, it's like really you're oppressed. And yeah. um, someone's actually on Twitter. There's four photos of um, Princess Diana and uh, Megan wearing exactly the same thing, and it's like yeah, okay. Uh, and we know who wears the pants in that in that couple because I'm I'm yeah Harry doesn't look that happy. Yeah, no, Harry was saying that, you know they just treat as you know as assets for the crown, you know, or for the royals or whatever. Uh, but you know, you got to well, that sort of makes sense because they're ets of asses. So well, yes, but also uh, that's the crown. That's their their duty for the people. Blah blah blah. I mean, it's amazing what you learn in the crown. Where um, you know, the family, hey, we're very upset in our large mansions. Yeah, people uh, take playing that kind of pity card can go shove it. It gave yeah. us it gave me an insight into uh, obviously, or it should give people an insight into just by the way they were describing it, is that we are consistent all considered assets and liabilities, and that's about it. Yeah, well, yeah. the birth certificate. Yeah, that makes sense. So. Yeah, yeah. See, no, nobody is talking enough about the relationship that the pandemic has to the most obvious thing that much of. Just the entire issue that the uh, facade has been having with itself and why, which is the Affordable Care Act, right? Uh, there was no force in their system grid like they um, uh, uh, the deep state um, gave up a lot to protect the uh, 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 the Affordable Care Act from being uh, uh, augmented uh, by the Congress, right? And then 2020 hits, right? And this is uh, 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 and for America, that's the big asset on that level. And this is the Affordable Care Act as part of the loosh harvest. And you see that, like, this is it. This is it. You know, so I suppose I suppose I deserve 2020 for uh, voting for Obama and then assuming that um, uh, uh, that the health care was going to turn out the way I imagined it was going to turn out at the time that I believed in it. Uh, so, yeah, my apologies. It's about three lifetimes ago. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, just like just look at how that one piece of legislation with 2020 has been such a heavy effect on the course of human events. It's a timeline uh, 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 synchronicity. Okay, um, it's it, it's a faded piece of legislation. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, yep. Um, I I don't remember it. Um, I just had another rotation of the sun and uh, my day of my birth according to the calendar because I was born on a full moon, so it's out by two weeks. And I'm I'm trying to remember 2020. You know, all the dates are off now. Where hang on, I'm I'm 40. No, I'm 47. <laughs> it's like 2020 is like you know that really like uh john lennon when he left yoko for a year and a half they refer to it as a long weekend while the planet had a long weekend and was still in it huh. is that like the seven days oh, war yeah. <laughs> about you're, you're 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 right around that age where you should start your prostate exam every every year Monty. Oh, because yeah, I, I like to have someone stick a finger up their bum. Yeah, mm. how's life? I just looked at um, SJ's in the, the <laughs> no, chat room. Life is good. No, it's It's feeling good with uh, marbles in your hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marbles are blue. You say it with um your tongue, uh, holding your tongue. 
Yeah. None of that yeah. what makes any sense whatsoever. I'm going to take it back to uh, someone mentioned Louche. <clears throat> Louche mm -hmm. is a misspelling of the energy, which is three letters abbreviated to three letters. Does anyone know what that is? No, but somehow my show turned into a game show. So, Six. Six. That's, 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 no, no. Someone said, someone said Lucian. I saw it. Jelly beans for 500. <laughs> I what saw it the other day, and actually, the the where Lush comes from, the word Lush is mis uh, mispronouncing mispronouncing that three lettered word, which is an old school uh, label for that kind of uh, ethereal energy. I was wondering if anyone knew what it was because I couldn't remember it. Well, thank you. You got to a point where it's like, unless you tell us, oh, it's a general question. I thought it came from a French word. You just knew. You just knew that that wasn't the word. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I knew it was for Louche. I knew it was three letters, but I, I can't. I can't work it out what it is. But I, I saw it somewhere, and I thought, well, that's. This is. I mean, this is a term from take from. It's from a Manly Palmer Hall. Uh, thing, but I, I only saw Manly the three Beans, letters, yeah. and I, I didn't, I didn't look into it too much further. Uh, uh, what are the odds? Uh, is it is it Egyptian? What what's the yeah, origin probably. of the word? Is, no, that, most probably. That's the most important question you have to ask when you're trying to figure out the meaning of a word. Is what is its etymology? What's its root? Right, because you're you're tracking you're tracking a continuity of the spoken word, and um, uh, uh, that has its hidden effect in the memories of those who have heard those words as opposed to what is written that um, they call in the dark crystal mythology the words that stay that's what they call writing they're called words that stay okay. um, because they don't have a written tongue uh, amongst the the gelfling right yeah. like and 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 we and the gelfling represent pagan man right that's what the <laughs> gelfling were yeah. crystal story right and man was all oral tradition, which kept them in tight communication, kept them fully ensouled, uh, integrated in a, 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 a synthesis of, you know, communism and just and 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 just like you know, like uh, um, you know, going out and making something of yourself. This kind of kind of yeah, thing. I, I just had like a uh, flashback to what. Tight. I just had a flashback to uh, when I was younger with my mum asking, how do you spell this? It was like, look at it in the dictionary. I know what it means. I can't, I don't know how to spell it. <laughs> Phonetic is not an F. I spent 20 minutes looking <laughs> for that bloody word. <laughs> Damn you, mum. Yeah, and also, um, I can't read Egyptian. What the hell does stalk mean? Um, it means, it's, a, it's that part of the dance when you walk like an Egyptian when you stand still. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> well, we did. We did say it's a comedy show. <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah. Speaking of comedy, are you familiar now that Pepe Le Pew has been cancelled? As he what for? He stinks. <laughs> really? Really? The, really, the um the <laughs> the skunk that um f uh, that promotes rape culture, and he's French. I don't think it's the French part. Yeah. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Well, see, that's the thing. It's like he's he's an anti-hero where you laugh at him because he's completely pathetic. But someone's decided, like, oh, he promotes rape culture, and you know, Pepe Pelu, uh, Pepe never got anywhere. I think he got somewhere no, once. No, he's just kind of oh, he's a bit yeah, of a hugger. Pepe Le Pew is a good yeah. animistic yeah. Um, a reincarnation a when you're you know because you watch as a child. That's what you do when you sit at the 
at the table outside the pub when you sit next to a nice lady. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I can I can kind of see Bill Clinton cosplaying as Pepe. So, <laughs> Bill. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, yeah, um, no, I, I, too, I've definitely so, channeled uh, my inner mm, Pepe. Not uh, with Hillary though. For shits and giggles. <laughs> uh did uh for those on uh, Tracebook, uh, I I shared a photo. Someone took a photo of I think they're watching Hulu or some streaming service, and there was uh, two documentaries. One was uh, you know and. and you show two documentaries next to each other. The first one was Who Killed Jeffrey Epstein? And the next one was Hillary. Like <laughs> well, they advertised side to side. Yeah, I basically. Ah, yeah, oh, yeah. that's gold. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like, yeah, uh, the prime creator writes the best jokes. <laughs> like, well, yeah. Such hey, a trickster. Hey, hey look, th- there's a very, very good chance that that was AI on our side. <laughs> yeah. Saying like, you- okay, human intelligence is like this. I'll I'll do this, and nobody can blame anybody because they don't even think I'm here. AI's been going around. I've been saying this over and over. AI's been going around since the stained glass windows, and also since they developed film and radio. That is an artificial intelligence that's overlaying an opinion or a thought, you know, a narrative that uh, that infects or affects people's state of mind and yeah. you can see them. Yeah, you can see them out on the roads. They're called parking inspectors. Hey, I could have said ticket inspectors, but it's a lo- that's a Melbourne localized um, public transport joke. So I don't know yeah. if it would have played well in Get a uh, real Iowa. Job with ticket inspectors. Um, no, the real the no, it's gone. You're over to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, as, no, you're saying, as you're saying about the bush, right? Oh, sorry, Go ahead, Bruce. Yeah, I'm not quite sure that's right, what you're saying about Lush. I, I have it sourced to a 1972 book called Journeys Out of the Body by Robert Monroe. Yeah, right. 70, though. Yeah. It's quite late. Yeah. NLP. Well, Lush. Yeah. How, how so, does he spell it? L-U-S-H. Yeah, right. Okay, so that is an interim spelling from... How it's I've seen it, you know, most recently. So, but it, but but I'm those, pretty sure it was L U something. You know, these three letters. Well, L U S H we pronounce normally as lush. Yeah, which lush yeah. is uh, a, a lush is someone who's who's inebriated, a drunk. Yeah, well, lush actually sounds like a, a drunk Scotsman trying to read uh, William Shakespeare. Like lush, the dogs of war. Oh, oh, lush. <laughs> lush can also be favorably benevolent. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. Uh, Flatty Collingwood, tainting loose since 2020, uh, 2015. It's also a close, it's a close pronunciation to um, one of the, the primary Celtic gods uh, uh, goes by that name. It, it's, it's uh, so, you know, in layman's tongue, when you're not trying to pronounce things Gaelically, it's Lu. But it's basically lush. It's 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 like it's got this weird Gaelic is an incredibly weird dialect. There's like I don't know if there's anything else like it. It's just it's meant to be a very wispy way of speaking. Uh, lush, lush, lush. It, it, it sounds a bit French. Uh, I I love I love Welsh. Like in the the Crown, there's a, a Welsh episode, and I'm like I want to learn Welsh just to upset everybody because it's it's all it's like a, a native Klingon. Does it sound <laughs> does it sound as crazy as it looks? 
oh, do, oh, the spelling of it where, you know, 28 letters in a, a nameplate. Like, if you're on a railway station, the nameplate takes up the whole platform. I went over. Yeah. I went over a bridge Lovely. in the UK. Went over, you know, and you go. You start looking at the at the signs telling you where to go, and they're all the same letters, you know, but they don't make any sense. Um, yeah. one of my guys in my chat room here says it reminds him of Leloche of the Rebellion, L E L O U C H, of the Rebellion. I don't know what the Rebellion is, but he says there's a Leloche of the rebellion well the Star latest Wars? Re- yeah the latest rebellion is the genie carano and uh fighting against disney bruce i think you wanted to edge in here yeah i i can't remember what i was gonna say man it's that hard boy. to get you know it's hard to merge in this traffic well <laughs> yeah yeah it's that someone's standing on the string between the two cans um but it's, there you go. it's it, it's, <laughs> it's 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 rope skipping you know you just got to mm. double touch it in. <laughs> Bruce, how's your Cocos and Cabanas going down there? Oh, uh, um, I, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> how's, your, how's your orchard? He, he's, an, he's an ignorant man who doesn't know that you deal in, uh, in, in Abaca. Well, um, I only found out a couple of months ago that ba- they're called bananas, not yellow tree dicks. My bad. What? Really? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that title is for you. Anyway, Bruce, sorry, Bruce, I stepped on you. I just wanted to get the yellow trick di- uh, uh, tree dick out of the way, <laughs> as just as you do. Bruce, continue on with your report of the Epica. Oh, everything is is really good here, Harry. Yeah. Psychologically, physically, food, water, companionship, purpose, meaning, every, by every measure you could create any kind of contentment survey. It would, I, it would be top, top marks here. This is the best place I've ever lived. It sounds Absolutely. like it falling asleep. Yes. Yeah. Well, also, uh, he doesn't really use a generator because Bruce is glowing now because yeah. he's just right. straight. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, just, and I, I actually I have heard Bruce say it a couple of times. He feels bad coming on. So like, how's your life? Basically perfect. I'm sorry that you're in deep <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I kind of understand. You don't want to sort of like, oh, you've had a car crash and lost a leg. I just sold another three thousand. Like, oh, oh gee. yeah. Uh, good, yeah, good so for you. Don't get me. We are, we are impressed that you, you, you are an example, sir. You hit the ground running, and um, yeah, even with your Russian gangster uh, tracksuit. Oh, I love that tracksuit, man. But yeah, no, I got, you know, a few things going on now, Harry. I stay connected to my my primary trade, which is technical writing. I'm doing it in the form of grant writing now. It's only about maybe 40 hours a month. No big deal, but it's, it's good money. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm on my third book. Those are still selling decent on uh, Amazon. And, um, and the abacus is a big thing now. So I want to get another 40 hectares of abaca in. So every hectare of abaca is about... 5,000 U.S. of product uh, per year to harvests, okay? So 2,500, 2,500, yeah. And you lose about half of it to maintenance and labor and machinery and repairs and stuff, but the rest is just pure profit, right? But do the math. If I have 50 hectares and it's five grand a hectare and I keep half of it, you know, that's 125 grand for letting the sun come up every day. (laughs) I think I will put... You know what I've done? I've put the sun on my papal work schedule is what I've done. (laughs) 
Yeah, I, I live in a unit which has like you know um, three feet by six feet worth of garden, and I can't be asked weeding it. So maybe I need to borrow one of those Nicaraguans that you talk about. Need to borrow some that, tool yeah. and some energy, some self uh, <coughs> perseverance, or, or um, yeah, I, weed kill. <laughs> I was Go ahead, Bruce. Say the Nicaraguans are an extraordinary people. They make an art form out of, of um, land-based work. They, they get it to a point just like a master mason laying, a real mason, actually laying a block layer who's been in the union for 30 years. If you ever get a chance to just walk and buy a construction site one day and some dude's laying block, just watch them for 90 seconds. Like it's unbelievable, the dexterity. And if you've ever tried it yourself, you know, it's not as easy as it looks to get all the cement with the trowel and one swift, like, kung no. fu movement and everything. Some people These guys do it are like, like chefs. That. Yeah. These guys, these guys are like that with machetes. <laughs> Have you seen those, um, the videos of uh, bricklayers? They're putting tiles on top of um, a brick fence. And they've put yeah. down the mortar all along, and they stick them all up like dominoes. And they just tap them. And they all fall, not into place, but they just have to be nudged. And it's like, that is so awesome and so quick. Mm. It's, it's what amazing I, what the human mind can come up with. Love what what I want is... When Cortex uh, done. Are you done, Cortex? Sorry, bro. Sorry. Cats. They just watched their cats knock shit over. And they said, like, oh, <laughs> you know what? You know, cats. We can do this on the building oh, site. Yes. Yeah. All right, Bruce. Bruce can have a... Uh, go ahead, Bruce. <coughs> so I, I believe that um, a better life is waiting for everyone who just makes a correct sequence of decisions right now that will take a little bit of courage. And the better life is there because I think that I, I think that something is happening now and it's very positive. When you get away from the news and you get away from all the nonsense, if you can find a decent business that connects with people, and it's a real business, you're not selling a concept like life insurance or you know, anything like that, a tangible product of any form, you start making handbags, whatever you do. If it's sincere, well thought out, needed and timely and inspired, because there's a lot of inspiration right now. If you can get through the fear and pull off the news addiction, there's a lot of inspiration in the world right now. So it's the best of times and the worst of times. It's whatever you make of it. It's about the decisions you make. But if you're hanging around in cities waiting for everything to get better, you're going to be sorely disappointed. Correct. And the, the, new, the new economy is going to be formed by people who got there first. It's not going to be competitive, but it's going to be natural. And the natural economy doesn't support things that can't support it themselves. Believe me, I live in a jungle. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, just, I know just, a I know a thing or two about ecosystems. And, <laughs> I like the the juxtaposition and, that you have that you, you work on technical writing and you live in a shack in a in a, in a um, jungle. <laughs> that would freak people out. So can I pop over? No, not really. <laughs> oh, it, I actually looked up. I looked at uh, the flight times for me to get from Melbourne to Costa Rica, and it's either thirty six hours or fifty six hours. So I'm going to love flying. <laughs> 56 oh, hours by China, though, you get a, you get a bed and for another day and a half. I've created like a little jungle in my backyard. The other side of the, you should get, like, two layovers or something and grab some cat naps in the airport. Yes, yeah, I think there was, like, six hours at LAX or something like that. And like, I, I can see America. I'm not going out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want the TSA to fondle me. 
And if we go to China, I'll get a swab right up there. And no, thank you. Was that legit? Yeah. Were yeah. they doing oh, yeah. anal swabs? Yeah. All, all, for, all foreigners, I, all foreigners saw, get an I anal swab. The, I saw the video of people walking out, like, with the wide horse stance kind of walk. But I thought yeah. it might have been just like a parody. Obviously no, not. no, no. Um, see, that's the fun part of what's going on as well, which Bruce can attest to. It's very hard to find satire and parody nowadays because it's like... It's all being done for you. Anti-tourism. So the Japanese have developed swaps the size of samurai swords then? Um, no, a, they're probably like nanobots and they do it effectively because you know what the Japanese are like. You know, it's an open round table, Harry, but it's not the Special Olympics. <laughs> you put a little effort in, will you? <laughs> and the Special Olympics is after the normal Olympics, which t Olympics 2020, they're having it this year. So that's going to throw out all the <laughs> all the stuff. Uh, is anyone going to watch the opening ceremony? Probably not. Wait, 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 wait. They're doing the Special Olympics but not having the real one? Yeah, they are. They, is they it still to have it last year. They were supposed to have it last year, but they've just pushed it back 12 months. So uh, Olympics 2020 is going to be held in 2021. Still in Japan? That's a yeah, bit retarded, they, isn't it? They, they build all the stuff, so yeah. <laughs> well, this is why Harry's not popular on the work uh, message boards. You can't say the R word. Uh, sorry. Yeah. That, was just my, that was just my general comment to the PC babies. Don't <laughs> cry about anything. There you go. Harry, the last, time, the last time I spoke to you in depth, you were talking about some gated community, some sustainable community you were working on and developing. What became of that? Well, COVID-19 stuff put everything on hold, so we couldn't have any meetings, but the, uh, it's gone down to a, um, a skeleton management of the wardens and the, and the minister. Uh, mm -hmm. We're actually going to have our first um, parish council meeting this Saturday to discuss mm -hmm. the way forward, so I'll probably find out then. Uh, I have talked to Ryan about it, the minister, and he says, look, everything's sort of been put on hold. They've got uh, a... Um, Evaluator. Uh, um, All right. Well, well. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for answering the question, Harry. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, but at the same Austin time, um, at the same time, there. Uh, I found out last week, and I've made contact this week. Uh, there's a a, Whitt a Whittlesea community farm. And what's happening there is there's a bunch of investment agri, you know, as you're saying, you know, all this opportunities right here now, um, agriculture development, uh, you know, called peri-urban development, they call it, um, where they've taken a wastewater treatment plant uh, and filtrating it into creating an orchard and everything else, you know, uh, a big community farm. So uh, I spoke to the coordinator and a public interest and uh, in express my uh, interest in being on the, uh, on the panel as well. So, yeah, and so uh, so that's going forward as well. So I'll be seeing how that develops in the next few weeks. One interesting right thing on about Whittlesea is um, it's nowhere near water. So, yeah, uh, got a, we've, got a, <laughs> we've got plenty of river coming through. Uh, it's not really a sea, is it? It's like, no. Yeah. It's, I mean, you know, um, there's actually a suburb in Melbourne called Bayswater. That also is nowhere near um, the coastline. So yeah. it's th those, those wonderful British colonials coming out. Oh, Whittlesea, that's where I was from. So we're 300 kilometres from, from, from the water. Yeah, that works Just out. do it, Harold. 
<laughs> yeah, go out and go out. Yeah. Uh, apparently in the UK, they've opened their first Amazon um, uh, store where you don't have to pay. And I'm like, I'm sure you do at some point. But how do you, you know, what are the Karens going to do? Like, I want to speak to your manager. Uh, or do you have the app? Um, it's not going to mind you. There is a McDonald's in Phoenix, which is totally automated, and I think they've got a T one thousand as their manager, <laughs> as the complaints department. Yeah, what is your problem? Uh, that's a T one eight hundred, but still, there you go. <laughs> uh, I've got coffee. <laughs> oh yes, um, uh, because of what you know, America, the land of suing everyone, they actually have to put uh, tops on top and tell people that coffee's hot because someone spilt coffee on their lap and burnt themselves. Good for you, uh, Billy Colony's got I... a lovely joke about uh, old story that uh, he was uh, using a hairdryer to dry his hair. I know all the information's in the title, and um, he saw a tag on it. So like, oh, look at this! Uh, obviously, it's a yeah, return to desk after use, and it said, "Do not use in shower," which brings up the question: How how did that happen? Someone obviously used it in the shower. Yeah, and then so get it. it. <laughs> I yeah. get it. Yeah, I've got hair. I get that joke. I get that reference. I mean, it was, I, I was listening with my full concentration, and when it ended, I went, yeah, I get that. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, so you, you need the lulls so the comedy stands out more. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right, um, Bruce, about talking what about this. Huh? So you know, those, you know those two electrical um, pads you rub together to um, recharge someone's heart? Defibrillators. So, so yeah, that's what I got to do to the jokes on this round table. I got to I got to get a little bump joke at the back end because there's so flat. you need to plug it in first. They call it a defibrillator because it's meant wants, to call you on your bullshit. Who wants, who wants to get in the tub and try and try this defibrillator? <laughs> sure, I geez. will. I will plug it in and chuck it to me. Uh, I'm piezoelectric. Yeah. I'll do it. <laughs> Works out well. Now I've got one. I've got um, three items on my list, and I'll bring up the the final one after the break, which is coming up very soon. And um, it's uh, it involves tax, so we're going to bore the crap out of everybody. Oh, that sounds uh, hilarious. <coughs> well, yeah, we'll make it funny because it's like really, and so uh, yeah, well, what do it now? <laughs> well, basically. Um, I'll, I'll set the scene. So, yeah, actually, I'll tell people before the break. So, you have three minutes of really? YouTube is going to tax. Oh, rah, that wasn't me. <laughs> and yeah, too bad I can't Time's climb up. down the <laughs> How dare you, sir? Uh, YouTube is going to tax non US citizens of their earnings from YouTube. So basically, if uh, I get I, I get monetized, which I'm thinking not now, I'm going to go probably we, to Odyssey. We, we get it. It's it's sunk in already. <laughs> it's wow. Bam. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, basically, that's you, face, man. yeah. yeah so so where, cool. why do they why do they get the right to do that? I don't understand. Uh, it's the U.S. government, I would say, uh, because they're uh, now they uh, can get twenty. Twenty-five percent tax from the earnings from your American audience. So, if fifty percent of my audience uh, is American, and I have to pay twenty-five percent on that. So, I tried to do the numbers, and so, then I forgot. They're so, finding every way they can to compensate 
for the loss of yep. revenue for the purges over four years of all of their big money makers. Plus, they're a little worried about a couple of lawsuits. Go ahead, Bruce. <laughs> so, okay, so I, I went off. I went through all of this with Amazon when I started publishing there. When I originally signed up, they were going to keep like 37% for taxes. And then I, I called the support department and they said, you know, where are you going to have your money deposited? I said, in a Canadian bank account. And they said, okay, well, you're tax exempt. And it, it, I assure you, it's the same thing with YouTube. And these companies, and it took like three phone calls to Amazon to get to the bottom of this. And I was quoting the IRS in their tax code. and. Um, <laughs> and they finally relented and um so um uh it's the same thing with youtube i i absolutely promise you but it's it's just shameless you know in the u.s you'd have to do it by a person by person basis i'm sure you know the fact that you were quoting law made them feel like they knew less than you did on the on the situation and there is yeah. a tax exemption for different countries. And so, you know, yeah, basically all these lower level um, content creators on YouTube have to you know, start learning to be an accountant just to figure out taxes and you have to fill out tax forms and all this type of stuff. And yeah, well, it's we'll, about we'll it's about moving to it's, you know, 2021 is alt tech year. So it's about moving to things that uh, where you control your own content. Where you're not, where you're not using things that are relying on alternate servers that are controlled by other people that can be just shut down, and that's what we learned, you know, in the last couple of years. Yeah, well, when there was, um, like YouTube did a, a big, and Facebook did that big uh, censorship purge a couple of weeks ago, uh, or a month ago, because time just drifts. <laughs> for me anyway um I'll, i noticed a lot of people going i oh, go to a website and uh sign up to my mailing list so we've gone back to mailing lists have you noticed yeah it's just really weird how technology moves forward and then um well but we can control the all this high-end stuff so oh, we'll go back to the old style where i'll just send you an email from my own website well yeah we go back to things that we know are secure anyway you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, 20, 20, 2019, 2020 was a year of, of YouTube, with, you know, in slowly increasing the strength of the punches that they were doing to people, whether it was deleting their content or anything like that. They've shown them to, themselves to be a, a platform that can't be trusted. And we should not have this this short-term memory where we forget these things. Yeah, and that's what they so, want. I, I, I did know. Oh, go ahead, Bruce. So, oh, yeah, I mean, now that's fine, Steve. You go. Um, I was going to say legal pressure. Um, Wait, all these clearly. companies are, are under legal pressure. Uh, Bruce, we've got, we've got about a minute. Yeah, I, I forgot what I was going to say. Well, you'll have the break to remember. Or well, think of something else. Yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, Hello May Street 139. <clears throat> I hope that's not your actual address because that's not how you get uh, anonymity on uh, on the internet by posting your actual address they put it the other way around though <laughs> well obviously one of the techies in the alphabet um, agencies have to think about it clearly you are listening to revolution radio this is planet collingwood it's a comedy show we'll be back after these uh short messages i'm going to the toilet feed my cat and get a drink i'm not going to mix them up again oh jeez the disaster last week anyway we'll be back very soon I like watching porn. Bow, bow.
Sorry, um, just getting into the base groove there. This is Planet Collingwood Open Roundtable. My name is Monty Dean. I've just ruined your day for listening to Doors <laughs> music because that's what it sounds like to me. I need help, clearly. Uh, if you enjoyed the last hour of Planet Collingwood, please go to the website freedomslips.com and allrevolution.radio and donate what you can so we can continue being silly. Um, it works out well. My parole officer doesn't uh, has cut back my dosage, so I think it's working out well for everybody. Then pop into the chat room and hang out with like-minded, like-hearted people. Um, I see SJ and May Street and um, a, a Zippy. There's a lot of Zippies. So many Zippies. <laughs> anyway, I have been joined by... Boy, hi, 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 hi. My accents are fighting. I've been joined by uh, us, Paul, Bruce McDonald, Cortec, Harry, Steve Zarelath, and Minty Dine. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, so there we go. Um, so let's hit the ground running. And um, I, I, I had a cricket analogy, but I think three people may get it, and I'm one go of on, them. Go on, do it anyway. Uh, we're opening a session with the sol- slow bowlers, so we're going to get in tight and um, get the run rate down. And I think we'll win this test match if that goes for five hour, uh, five days. <laughs> Only if uh, a bit of spin comes to it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because, you know, every American, what, you mean that boring version of baseball, which is ironic because baseball's boring already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not if you're drunk. <laughs> uh, the, wis- <laughs> the wisdom of Holmes Simpson. Remember when The Simpsons was good? It's at least been a decade. First 10 and years. A half. First 10 yeah, years. Oh, yeah, yeah. Simpsons in the 90s. <laughs> but now, not so much. It so, yes. So much ground. Oh, yeah. Uh, they used SJW in the, in the latest episodes, and I was in shock. I was like, it's still going. And, um, yeah, it's it, it used to be a comedy, but now it's just uh, left-leaning political crap because, like, we're making fun of Donald Trump. Like, yeah, so is everyone else, and they're doing it better. Stop it. What's with the half a dozen or so times that they've seemed to have predicted the future? What's with that? Oh, well, uh, they keep rewriting the same stories. And there's, well, last count, there was 400 episodes. So basically, I think that's the prime creator pointing out from once we leave the planet and humanity's free and the the planet's liberated, we'll go into the galaxy and use the Simpsons to describe any part of creation. (laughs) So you see what's happening here with blah, 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 blah. It's just like the episode when Bart went. Uh, yeah, I'll just, see, I'll just show you this 30-second clip. <laughs> exactly. Why are they yellow? Shh, don't, yeah. Okay, my brain just went to why are the Asians being picked on in the United States now? But uh, I don't know, is there a colour chart now? It's like, oh, the blacks, no. Oh, the whites, no. Oh, let's pick on the Asians because maybe not. Guys, that, guys, that classic no, divide and conquer. Yeah, there's not enough it's of them okay, to be. It's okay to be yellow. <laughs> it's okay to be yellow. <laughs> See, that's a t-shirt, especially yeah, where I live. Yeah, well, yeah, um, I did like the episode well, where it's like, imagine if they chill around yeah, that oh, area. Yeah, yeah oh yeah, Springvale and everything else like that. I did like the episode of the Simpsons when they actually drew the family like what we look like with five fingers and and pale pink skin. It made Homer shudder. But they did it. They did it in a way that made it look really weird. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it's just really weird because once again, that show's still going. I mean, dare I say it? This may be controversial, ladies and gentlemen. I don't find Saturday Live funny ever. It's been going for forty years, but yeah, I'm, they're not basing their career on me. Is so it the fair. format? Maybe. Oh, come on, SNL's fine. <laughs> Take the piss out of everybody. <laughs> well, he, even it, themselves. Well, yeah. Well, 
Yeah, well, is that the joke that they're that bad and they're still on air? That's that's the gag. Early '90s, I think, was the last time SNL was funny to me. Oh, actually, I, I should clarify. I should clarify. Chevy Trace and David Spade doing the Weekend Update, and Dennis Miller. Okay, the Weekend Update is awesome when it's done right, but the right, right, rest right. of the hour, including the ad, ad breaks, dude, don't forget Norm Macdonald doing it. Uh, well, I did, and I should be punished because Norm McDonald's <laughs> awesome. I re- okay, Norm he's the, it's awesome. I'm going to tell you my Norm McDonald. This is you know the brain's just gone. This is your Norm McDonald two jokes, <laughs> and because he was he was doing a weekend update obviously for more than twelve months, uh, and so one year I'm just going to pick a number 19, <clears throat> 1995. Uh, the, the, there's been a survey <clears throat> in America to find the worst job, uh, in the United States, and it's crack hall. And it gets a laugh, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. And then twelve months later, um, the the same uh, census has been done from twelve months ago, and the worst job uh, in America last year it was crack hall. This year, assistant crack hall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I caught, I caught on uh, Telegram a clip. What? Uh, uh, Jim Jim Brewer did a really did a really good like a uh, uh, little uh, little bit in an interview making fun of uh, uh, people who wear masks and, and people that do nothing but tell people to wear masks all day. Um, he, he did like a parrot impression. It was, it was really funny and it was, it was, it was anti-mask comedy. So Jim Brewer, Jim Brewer's on our team. A brave man as well. Cause he actually goes in front of a Metallica audience, which is, you know, 40, 50,000 people and tries to do st- and does stand up comedy. Like, I mean, what, what the hell? What the hell can they really say to to Jim Brewer? Right? <laughs> and, you know, Jim Brewer lives in this really kind of cool train wreckish situation. I mean, he's a dad now and all that, but like, he's one of our heavy metal comics. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so, um, as long as he hasn't made fun of John Schaefer, I'm okay. Okay, Bruce, do you remember what you were going to say? No, I'm I'm all out, Monty. Uh, <laughs> uh, and if you send money now to Revolution Radio, we'll be buying Bruce a pen and a pad. <laughs> uh, I'm all out. Mind you, you, it is the end of the day I for could, you, and you'll be going to sleep soon. So, I could reprime the conversation like a crack whore assistant. Go you know, on. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me. No, it's assistant crack whore. Got to get this right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. I'd say. I'd say this. This bit needs a fluffer. Bruce, you're up. Ah, <laughs> oh, me and my imagination. Bruce, go ahead. <laughs> um. Well, what's there to talk about, man? All the opportunity. It's just a field of opportunity now. Just go out and seize it. It's all there. Aussie Paul will be a millionaire by Friday. With a fleet of taxis. That was the punchline. But I don't know. um, Using Uber is not the right word because that's German and the Germans are, well, hang on. Yeah. Sorry, Bruce, go ahead. Monty, I think you should, I should be, I think you should become like some kind of like organic free range chicken king. Easiest thing in the world, man. You open the door in the morning, they go out, they peck, they kill some insects, they go back in and they sleep. Take okay. seven weeks. I've got the perfect name for it. Monty's Cockland. You 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 can sell it for about um you can sell it for about two bucks a pound in the groceries, you know, but 
actually that's wholesale. If you're selling wholesale, you go retail, you can sell it for about three bucks, four bucks a pound. Well, yeah, there's some there have to be changes because if I started here in a two bedroom unit, the uh, landlord may get upset. <laughs> no, <but laughs> my, cat will, my cat will freak out. Here's, here's here's what nobody's getting. Okay, as this collapse begins to settle in, and it's it it's settling in like a fat person about to sit down in a dilapidated old armchair, and it's <laughs> just settling in now, right? Slow motion so, inception music. Yeah, just see that crack descending down and the sun disappearing. And um, it's settling in now, this 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 crack. And people are starting to get it. Like, there's nobody might call the cops, nobody comes, right? Dep- I mean, New York, L.A., I'd be amazed if the cops show up for any kind of, like, normal call now. It's like state of emergency, right? Levels of homelessness and, and everything that's going on. But at the same time, all of the things that have inhibited you from just going out and doing things because you don't want to deal with the bullshit like paperwork, like any kind of alternative construction now, you're not going to have to worry about any building inspectors, nothing, nothing. There's Nobody's minding the store. I'm telling you, man. It's, it's like everybody pulling a government check now was like a walk-in, metaphorically. I don't mean literally. And um, nobody's minding the store because everybody knows it's over. Everybody knows. And so they don't know what to do. Like they just don't. America doesn't have any experience with this. It's never self-collapsed. It's fought itself. It fought for its independence. But it's never just sort of fallen over like a, like a drunk at a party. You know, that's never happened in America. It's about to. Right? Enough um, here in Australia, which um, I'm hoping I add to it, is I think four or five politicians are all on sick leave. The latest one that I'm aware of is our premier, um, Das Führer, uh, Dan Andrews. Apparently, he slipped over and cracked some ribs. And it's like, okay, is that karma? Because I will learn him. Yeah, it's like, yeah, he can't walk on um, flat ground with a little bit of water yet, pansy. Uh, Greg Hunt apparently is out. And there is like four or five politicians across, and um, people are mentioning the vaccine. I uh, don't know if there is any link to the vaccine, but it just seems to be, I wouldn't want to be a politician at the moment because everyone, the calm is kicking him in the butt for just, you know, you know when you you have those spiritual moments of like, I'm enlightened. And of course you think that and you're not which is a fun part of living here. But, you know, and you're walking through and, you know, my, my poo doesn't stink and I can do everything. And then your little pinky toe on your left foot just decides to nosedive straight into the coffee table leg. And, so, um, yeah, that's that's fun when yeah. um, reality goes, hello, go ahead. Bruce. So th- this is another aspect of what we're going through as well, is that it's not only that if you go out and you do something and it's constructive and it's productive, especially if it's leading into the kind of economy that is going to be coming, which is, it, which is going to be largely unregulated. Unregul- you live by your word. So if you, if you say you're a, uh, you can fix a car, but you don't have a license, but you can really fix a car. You do it well. You do it proper. All your customers are happy. You can do very, very well. You're not going to need an auto mechanics license. So what, you know the situation we're going into, folks? We're, we're actually, guys, we're going into the be careful what you wished for situation. Because if you go back and you listen to this radio station from 10 years ago, this is what we've all been asking for. And how many how many people are really prepared to seize the moment? Yeah, I, I, I was watching another show. Um, it was about uh, re, re, um, start, uh, change, uh, adapting your business to these weird times. 
and they put forward that um, subconsciously this is what the human race kind of wanted to be at home and rest. And I, I thought, oh, yeah, maybe that's true. Wait a minute. I've been li living like this for five years. Freaking not me. Because <laughs> like, everything sucks. But we do. Okay, I'm not playing Wheel of Fortune, whoever that is. <laughs> it's like, oh, Candy Crush, yay. Uh, but we are, humanity is that point by, like, you could see it last year how the uh, the term waking up, which is basically the corruption in the system. Um, and the people, yeah, it's yeah, one way of getting out of it is find your passion. So uh, my thought just ran out, but that's basically it there. You know, just be awesome to each other, <laughs> but that, that there yeah. is opportunity. If you get rid of the old ways, like as, as the language that Viking uses is the old ways of, uh, disintegrating or disappearing and now it's an opportunity to actually find something that you love doing and uh, I mean uh, Babylon B shared a great article where uh, now Steve is this true there's a restaurant in the United States called On the Border it's a Mexican restaurant sure why not it's a big I, country yeah say yes <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's where um, apparently that's where the president went to find out what's all the immigration problem is, and so you know because he's an idiot. So um, yeah, it's there are so, ways coming, and also the the what I've noticed with me like the blocks are disappearing or they're very small instead of like the weight of the world on your shoulders. Like, well, I can't do this because this is going to happen, and then a, a seven seconds later, ah, fooled you. You know, it's um, obviously it's different for you, Bruce, because you made this choice years ago and it's all falling into place. Uh, mm -hmm. But there is the the supposed blocks that we think we have are very paper thin or not non-existent because if you just you don't have to, um, you know, become Elon Musk, but you could actually, you know, if you go into knitting, you'll be surprised how your business will grow in three months. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you do now, it's 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 if it's centered properly and you've caught the energy of what's going on here, and you get you get the fundamental realization, which is simply that. Uh, I, I, let, let's let's say the universe's carburetor has been cleaned out. Your, your motorcycle isn't going to stutter anymore when it's going up a hill, right? So, and in the co-creative process, what that means is what you plan is going to come about much more easily. You may have a, a few things to learn in the journey, but the, the circumstances and synchronicities that give you the lesson very quickly will be there and available. This is how the world has always been supposed to be working, okay? This is, life, life on this planet was supposed to be magical. When people, those of us who get through this and document it and pass it forward to future generations, when humanity fully understands what's been going on down here, it's, it's just absolutely epic. It's mind-boggling. And that it, could, that it could even be allowed to go on. It, you know, it, it's, it's like chalk it up to the, the fullest expression of a free will universe, both negative and positive. And... Um, Something's been done for us, and it's, this is this is a lot bigger than you know an astrological symbol. Two thousand years. This is this is this is huge. It's bigger. It's bigger than a galactic turning. It's bigger than the twenty six thousand years our solar system goes around the central sun in the Milky Way. It's bigger than those two cycles. This is huge. What's going on? Absolutely huge. Everybody's. I 
what am I doing? This is a comedy round. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not very funny. Yeah, no, I'm that's not very right. funny tonight. No, yeah. that's fine. You're making sense, which, you know, that's all part of the the, the well, uh, well, concept listen, of doing comedy is to hide the know, information like, in the jokes. You're, you're, supposed, and, you're, you're supposed to have a punchline that has something to do with your balls. <laughs> See, yeah. There you go. I just, I, just say, I just saved your segment. <laughs> Cortex shaves his balls. You don't understand. My balls. They're huge. <laughs> that's, a thing. that's a thing down under. <laughs> well, a couple of things down under and i just i, yeah. I can imagine i don't know if you play golf but you have the space for it so you should actually yeah. create a golf course well, and not mow anything just make it like a, a par 117 because you know watch out for the snakes there's my angry dog there's the ball uh the boars yeah. and um that's yeah, the wrong I, grass i don't know about a golf course but a driving range would be pretty easy <laughs> yeah yeah I'm sure that might, I might hit a few roofs or something, but I don't think it would be the end of the world. <laughs> no. Or just, you know, um, have a, 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 a tee off into the jungle and freak out people yeah. in 100 years. It's like, dude, see, uh, our ancestors loved these small glowing orbs <laughs> and they yeah. placed them in the, in the, the jungle. There's, there's hundreds of yeah. them all can around you, this tree. Can you, can you imagine if the human race gets on the idiocracy timeline and they find that in 2,000 years? The mystery of the spheris the, the spherical titleist balls found in Costa Rica. <laughs> <laughs> what bird laid these eggs? And, and they're petrified. Yeah. <laughs> they still got bounce in them. What kind of machine could have made this? Um, <laughs> and why are they yeah. dented? Is it like the anus got pups? To anyway, go ahead, Steve. We don't know, but we'll 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 be sure that the Smithsonian will tell you all about it. Oh, geez, he's one of those religious nuts. He's a baller. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I do like yeah golf. It's uh, a really good way of interrupting a good walk. Yeah, it's about. <laughs> I ne I never took to it either. I mean, I played a lot of golf growing up, but I never took to it. Um, my <laughs> brother loves it. Everybody in my family loves it. I I wouldn't go for free. If you were taking me to the best course ever, I'd say nah. Stay home, watch a movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll I'll play I, it on I the like PlayStation. I like Go a ahead, creative Steve. mini golf course. I like mini yeah. golf because, you know, I, I you know, that's kind of neat with the tiny houses and things. Hey, and you can get snacks and do normal stuff. Yeah. And yeah, you exactly. don't leave the warehouse either. So like, you yeah. don't need a cart to walk around. Speaking of, of um, uh, mini golf, I rewatched Battlefield Earth yesterday. Uh, uh, John Travolta. Yes, actually, it's it's a Ron, uh, Al Ron Hubbard movie starring John Travolta. Came out in two thousand. Mm -hmm. I I saw it. You know, um, Scientology is another kind of ET religion, or you know, reaching out with that galactic scope. There's a bit of a galactic history there. They even have that in in the Book of Mormon, right? There's there's a lot of sort of um, galactic references in the Book of Mormon. Um, yeah, that's very interesting, Monty. Sorry, I stepped on you. Did you have a joke? <laughs> uh, well, most people hated it, but I still watch it. I watch it more than The Last Jedi. So there you go. It's not yeah. funny. It's more truth. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it it's interesting in Hubbard's material that, you know, you can tell these, these beings that aren't supposed to be here, one of their chief characteristics is complicity by leverage rather than compassionate, reasoned, middle ground understanding, right? 
Yep. Everything is lev everything is leverage. That's you know and you know, you can laugh at Scientology and everything, but Hubbard was a very smart guy, man. You know, he, he brought a lot of interesting things to the consciousness game. You know, little electrical charges in your thumb and index finger and you know, a lot of stuff. And his work a lot was mostly suppressed. I don't think Scientology represents what he really was into. But um Hubbard was really getting into a lot of the time track stuff, a lot of the causal stuff. He was like, his consciousness was beyond the astral. Astral is the bump in the night stuff. It's, 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 it's all the gooey, ectoplasmic, nonsensical stuff, right? Uh, the fourth dimensional stuff. And there's a whole fourth dimension that's real. And there's things living there and there's cities and societies and everything. And then you, above you that- watch any paranormal show, you'll get a decent yeah. sense of the metaphysics. Yeah, just made most Ghostbusters our, awesome. Yeah, most of our most of our popular culture is fourth dimensional. All Marvel comics is astral. It's all fourth dimensional, right? It's what you can do in your astral body. It's it's like imagination brought to life. That's what CGI is. And um, I don't know what was I talking about again before that. What was my point? Um, golf, Ron Halbert. Uh, no. L. Ron Hubbard. Oh was yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Beto, yeah, Beto Hubbard. Hubbard. No, no, it was it, it was El, El Ron Hubbard, and he he had figured out a lot of what was going on on this planet, the DNA farming and everything. And I don't think he wanted to play ball. You know, if you read about the last part of his life, um, he basically lived his life on the run and mainly at sea. And they were tracking him all the time and trying to find him. And he had all these yachts and he would just keep hopping from yacht to yacht, change yacht every week when they were catching up with them based on radio communication or whatever they had back then. But there's a lot more to Hubbard than people know. And his name has been particularly besmirched and Scientology has been particularly ridiculed because he brought some pretty potent and confrontational material to the table that the controllers weren't ready for the human race to know. So Hubbard was really ahead of the curve by about 40 or 50 years, right? Now, what this thing that Kirstie Alley, John Travolta, and Tom Cruise are into, it's a grotesque mutation. Don't go near it. Don't go near it. Well, I, th I yeah. thought that um, I thought that the uh, the Scientology, like, you know, center, whatever their head thing is uh i thought they had tight control over the continuity of uh their um their ponzi scheme um that happens to have metaphysical truth in it <laughs> basically yeah if you look at the walt disney and what disney's now it's sort of what bruce is saying with uh, what hubbard was then and what it is now because uh I, there was a there's a documentary uh series i think still on the bbc called uh, panorama and they tried to do a documentary into Scientology, and they were basically uh, run out of town because uh, mm -hmm. they're, they're so fearful of um, being exposed. And it does come across as just um, it's all about money. And, um, yeah, it's there's an element of you're a sinner because you've got these theaters in you and all this type of stuff. Um, check out the, the, uh, the South Park episode. It explains it perfectly. Wow. And they actually have um, – now, it, that's today's Scientology. The, to today's episode, uh, today's Scientology, not the the original uh, form of it. Uh, they actually had, while explaining the actual um, history of Scientology of today, they have um, a subtitle. This is what they actually think all the way through it. 
They do the same yeah. thing with the Mormons. We were talking about the Mormons earlier. So they tap into that one too. <laughs> yeah. 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 So the big, the big trick in all these uh, pseudo spiritual paths is um, they have truth in them and that's why they trip you up, you know, and that's why, I mean, you, you know, if you ever, if you ever look into any of these religions and I've looked into most of them, um, they do have truth in them. But the big trick is, is to mix details and context. So if you have the right details, but the wrong context, you don't know what the truth is. If you have the right context, but you don't have the details, you don't know what the truth is. And what a lot of these religions do is they operate on certain variable combinations of those two quotients, you know, con context and detail. And they, they're, they, they create these highly confusing mind control systems that people can get locked into for generations. And the Catholics are masters at it. That you know, that whatever happened in in Byzantium when they dreamed up the what we call the modern church and everything, and that's when the split happened and the Eastern Orthodox went their way, and the Roman Catholic system started. I mean, that was the that was the equivalent of the deep state back then. Realize that, mm -hmm. right? And these these people are super smart. You know, just because they were riding around in horse and carriage doesn't mean that their consciousness was already outside of the galaxy. So, anyways, all this stuff's coming to an end. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Just start a business. Chickens, Monty. Chickens. <laughs> uh, you can call me Lord of the Chickens. <laughs> yeah. I there's would no chickens in, in Australia. Yeah, there's, none, there's no one in here except us chickens. Speaking of Looney Tunes. Some of those stuff. Oh, just, I, I, I should buy some on uh, Blu-ray or DVD before it all gets cancelled because um, uh, entertainment is going insane. Like Disney's actually um, hurting themselves where the Muppets have a warning about it's being racist or inappropriate. Uh, they're cancelling Pepe Le Pew. And uh, it's just getting so out of hand. And uh, one thing I've noticed as well, uh, a lot of people, are, they're realizing, like I think Tim Pool has explained on his show, that the left-right paradigm is completely false, where uh, it's just, you know, divide and conquer and like, oh, you're a left. I mean, there are so many, there's the far left who are insane, then there's other people that are nice and they get lumped in and there's all this schism and... Uh, it's just easier, like that old thinking of duality, oh. you always need an, an enemy, and it's all falling away because we're all unique. So what I, what I think is going on is um, a lot of things can evolve in, in a complex man-made system like the modern economy we've been living in since about 1970. And because it's so separated from nature, there's a lot of transit identif identification transitions, sexuality being one and gender. And, you know, that that wave is cresting now in the early 21st century. And part of the reset we're going through now is that as these as these systems fail and we go back to more natural living, a lot of these alternative lifestyles are just going to disappear because they don't make sense outside of the urban context. And once you get back into the natural rhythm and everything, everything just not that there isn't homosexuality. You know, it, like I said, I mean, these guys, guys I live with on this mountain, they get they go on a seven day bender that they, 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 they'll stiff. Uh, they'll stiff a goat. I shit you not. And um, <laughs> that, that's real, all it takes. Seven real. days. <laughs> yeah. Seven day oh, bender I, in I've Costa Rica seen, with I've, cocaine. I've seen people walk in the streets. <laughs> 
like my neighbors so liquored up like on like on day four of a seven day bender it's just like they're not even in the world they're just kind of dancing down the street they're just completely <laughs> out out of their minds in a good way i guess but um yeah <laughs> but so um the the age that's coming is make it or break it and you got to have a little bit of spiritual maturity because if you're sentimental, you're going you're, you're gonna to become a drowned lifeguard. You're going to reach out to the wrong person and they're going to drag you down. Because people, to survive what's coming, people are going to have to change and face real truths about themselves. Because this house of mirrors that we've been living in, the modern urban megacity, is going away. And it, I mean, the spells are all falling apart now. All we got to do is go back to the inauguration spell with Lady Gaga. I mean that that was a, that was a net energy loss rather than a gain. So <laughs> that goes that goes in the liability column of the uh, whatever bank sponsored that ritual, you know. And um, th- that's what you're going to see from now on is none of the, none of their shit is going to work. It's just going to it's going to be like a, a Abbott and Costello skit. People are just going to look at it and go, "Why did I ever even buy that shit?" Yeah. Right. Uh, oh, interesting turn of uh, of events uh, from the the Oprah Harry um, whatever her name is. I, I I'm intentionally forgetting her name because I have no idea. She just Megan Mar- Markle. Okay, and it's gone. It's amazing how my brain works. Uh, Pierce Morgan uh, has walked off the set of because he, he's uh, a host of Good Morning Britain, and um, he basically said, "I don't believe her." And ITV, which is the network that shows on, got forty-one thousand uh, complaints, and so he's been cancelled or um, he's left. And so, um, not sure what you think about Pierce, uh, but still, it sounds like a win. Huh. Yeah. Well, he's he's an interesting character, but mm-hmm. um, this cancel culture is going to go away too. They're all going to be all the cancel culture people are going to be sitting in a room. It's like it's a deformity of thinking. And what what happened in the modern system is we created economies for this. And that was a huge mistake. And it was probably a huge mistake to liberalize our definition of family so much. Now, keep in mind, I'm not being homophobic here. Homosexuality occurs in nature. Anybody who tells you it's a sin and those people should be stoned or killed is crazy. Mm -hmm. All right. But that's not what we're dealing with now. We're dealing with like highly calculated, highly deliberately contrived states of mind. Now, what people never considered is that these people would, their, their, their percentage of the general society would get larger and larger to the point that they formed a very powerful lobby. And these lifestyle choices like the lesbian or gay lifestyle produces a these people, they're always smiling when they're on TV and everything. These are very angry, angry people. When you know them in real life and you see the real them, they're very angry, most of these people. Very, very angry. They can't, they can't live with themselves, right? And they're forming all this cancel culture. This is the psychic win in, the, in this system. They're the ones giving it all the energy. Sorry, Monty, go ahead. No, I was just going to add that uh, they've actually gone to the next step. Uh, which is um, strangely enough uh, turned uh, the the homosexual community into a victim and and hated as well because they're getting into uh, transgender. And the only thing I would say about transgenderism is like wait till you're 25 and you understand what it actually is. Getting a three year old on puberty blockers is abuse. 
And so we're actually going through that where um, have you seen that 50-year-old transgender woman playing basketball in college where it is towering over all the other women? Like that the women's sports taking a hit because all these um, biological men are coming in and winning because they, they have a different structure. Now, I'll, I'll just make one more small point and uh, then Steve step in. The next step is to add – so they've got the yeah, LGBT – I'm ignoring everything else because it's just silly, but you can see the slight push to put P, which is pedophilia. In uh, Tasmania, the a editor has asked their journalists not to call pedophiles pedophiles because it's degrading or something. They're trying to push in that child aspect of it, and that could be their downfall. Not not everyone, but you know, you could, the, the game they're playing is going to really kids stop that. Go ahead, Steve. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I live in Connecticut, and uh, Connecticut made a lot of uh, news. Uh, they, this state happened to be one of the states that, um, you know, uh, you know, did a lot of uh, the, uh, the transsexual integration into uh, women's uh, sports leagues. And uh, so it, it's been... Um, it's been very irritating, uh, you know, and and upsetting uh, for uh, the athletic women um, over here. Uh, and, uh, and uh, you know, there's definitely a lot of uh, athletic pride in what goes down with uh, the, the high schools um, in, in our in our culture, especially in the uh, the more affluent towns in this very wealthy state. Um, <clears throat> and also, I was going to say you can look up because what Bruce was talking about. Uh, is that, you know, there, there are people that are naturally homosexual mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, like, like it, it's been around for so long. You get anybody that's still connected to tribal lineage that's untouched by, um, the Abrahamics and, you know, all of them have, uh, you know, have a way of, uh, shaping their society that has a place, um, uh, you know, for, 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 yeah. for the homosexuals, uh, in, in their, in their community where, you know, there's nothing wrong. Nobody's feel socially ostracized or whatever, but you know, uh, just to keep the flow amongst the heterosexual dynamics in a tribe, they just have to shift a few things to accommodate the ones, uh, that the creator made, uh, that were attracted to their own gender. And that's, all, all, that's what yeah. they do. They move on with their life. And that's yeah, what America's trying yeah, but, to do. Those, so, but that, but but in in tribal communities, that tolerance doesn't turn into a takeover three generations later. <laughs> Bolshevik yeah. takeover. Yeah, it's the it's been politicized, and it, it, uh, the other thing is the way that uh, like tra uh, transgenderism has been weaponized now, where apparently you're transphobic if you won't sleep with a woman with a penis. Because well, your scientific well, mind's well, going, well, the if they've got a penis. The, <laughs> the shaman yeah. of the tribe doesn't hold a uh, a who's the best guy in the tribe pageant and then puts a crown on the gay guy for being born gay. Then the tribe in three generations would get overrun and then breed itself out. <laughs> Basically, yeah, that's the other <laughs> thing. It's like, you know, you, well, the latest thing in this stupid war uh, is um, there's a new sexuality out there, ladies and gentlemen, and it's called super straight, which means you yeah. um, uh, men would only sleep with women, like biological cis, yeah, all these labels and so everything they, else. Like, so, right. so actually, what is, what is actually come straight? up with the term? What is regular straight? Because I'd like to sign up for super straight. That sounds fun. 
Well, do you like having sex with a man, Steve? Biological man. Um, that I believe is called bisexual or gay. Well, I'm talking yeah. about well, see, yeah, or yeah, but straight. Yeah, but if the if you if the person that um, is propositioned you believes they're a woman, this is the level of stupidity. Where and Bruce, yes, to answer your question, they have come up with oh, super, super straight. <laughs> okay, so this is for when a man who identifies as a woman insists on having sex. Well, basically, with I mean, a man I, I that had it ninety like men. Is that what this is? I had it. Is that what super straight is about me saying it's, that it's, I don't want to sleep with a tranny? <laughs> They they created a term super straight. They created a term to passively aggressively attack you for not being bisexual. This is what <laughs> this comes down to. I know. You don't like I understand you want a family and kids and everything, but why don't you like to suck cock too? Like that's I mean, a little that's a little intolerant, don't you think? You bigot. Yeah. How, how dare you? you that's you that's a that's a three day bender from Melbourneian uh, down St Kilda. Allegedly, you got to say yeah. allegedly at the end of that. Allegedly, sentence, Harry. Yeah. Allegedly, <laughs> yeah. Me like, picking well, up a tranny. How does Harry know that? Mm. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that's basically it. they've just turned it because it used to be cis, which uh, cis, uh, and I just think Star Wars. But it's now I can understand you can't call it natural because um, you, everything is unnatural. How, but it's it's the it's the template. And that's with uh, like uh, bisexuality and homosexuality. It's still an option in the creation. I've got to say it the correct way. This is why you don't let Bill Gates run your country, guys. This is why you don't let it happen. Yeah, I, I don't think I own anything, uh, Microsoft. Begs two questions. Why, what, what is so micro and why is it soft? And uh, it's just the, – the tr- it's all about um, – uh, divide and conquer and, and division, basically. And uh, like here in Australia, you had uh, the Marriage Act. It got changed to because it didn't. It just said um, when two adults fell in love and got married, and then they changed the wording to male and female, and that caused another change further down the road to include same-sex marriage. It really is. It should be uh, on a basic level, which covers all the parameters. I think two uh, consenting adults that fall in love with each other, uh, basically wow. not children. And there you go. But they changed the wording and, uh, like, well, are we on our third wave of feminism or the fourth wave? I'm, I, I like the second wave of feminism. Where Quick history lesson. First wave of feminism. We want to be treated like equal. Give us the vote. All right. And then 50 years later, second feminist. No, really, we want to be treated as equal. And that was equal pay and everything else like that. Third wave, it's like, well, we got everything we want, and now we want more. Um, and as someone explained it, that they, they stayed on the train. Yeah, they got to the platform of being uh, equal, and then they just kept going. And that's where you got the man-hating and everything else like that. And yeah. uh, have, have you heard the term turf? which is basically uh, a lesbian that will not um, engage with a biological man who thinks there is a woman. Just, just, just remember everything progressive is progress for people that aren't as far ahead as Mr. Straight white male. Oh, well it is. It's quite regressive because like you can see with the whole race thing that, you know, we want uh, a black national anthem for the country um that's you're heading on the road to segregation again and they, it's just coming from the woke where like we're labeling everyone and we're splitting anyone up 
uh, as I've said occasionally on this show, being Canadian, Australian, New Zealander, uh, and from the United States, it's an idea. Anyone can be an Australian, a New Zealander, or an American from the United States and a Canadian. It's just an idea that they let people in if you fill out the forms. You know what I mean? Like every in in the five eye England as well as uh, I would say that the the five eyes that we're aware of. Uh, they let anyone in, um, and the whole world is basically at least represented. I'm sure you know there's Inuits here in Australia, probably three of them. But you know what I mean? It's um, it's like the Australian way of life or the American way of life. And then uh, Donald Trump's a racist, blah blah blah. He's against agreement. He's a racist because he's against immigration. Technically, he's against illegal immigration. Fill out the forms. Yeah. Ah Great yes. Down. Those famous Planet Collingwood lols. I've made a point. Yes. <laughs> I love them, sir. Um, Your point is taken, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Why is there a cork on his book? Yeah. I'd like to hear from Harry Springford, Springfield Williams. I'd like to know what that cracker has to say for himself. <laughs> that bogan. Oh, what about... We'll see now. He got you there. Thanks, Harry. <laughs> there you go, Harry. Ah, uh, yeah. What do you? Just, why are you a rebel? What do you got? What are you rebelling against? Oh, not much. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very short rebel with maybe um, a slight. Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally aligned with what Bruce is doing. You know, what you say, Bruce, and I'm pretty much very content the way I'm going as well. You know, and uh, yeah. if I'm doing a very small scale, I've only got a little backyard of the unit but i've created my own little jungle that's attracted frogs uh butterflies moths snails rats mice you know yeah before it's just a, a, a you know backyard you know uh, uh harry if you were if you're a super villain i would worry you're raising an army <laughs> well i'm running a seeds bank that's what i'm doing raising a seed bank and oh. uh so i've been harvesting seeds uh from kale just... Harry, oh, you're well. saying it incorrect. You are raising a seed bank army of plants. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, because plants are really good in battle. They just sort of like yes, they there. feed. They feed <laughs> monsters. Yes. Apparently. <laughs> well, you know, it, the plants rule us. Really, they just you know they give us uh, oxygen, so we finally die and become their compost, and then they eat us. Well, you seen those what are they called bongongo trees in Queensland? The pine nuts—they're as big as coconuts, but they're spiky, and they, you can't eat them. But when they fall on your head, you're gone. Unless you're Keith Richards, that man cannot die. He got take—he a, a coconut tried to take him out. It's like, oh, I thought I was on, and he's still alive today. So they're just big spiky seeds the size of coconuts. Yeah, bigger yeah. than bigger than coconuts. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's Australia for you, because <laughs> we're so isolated. Um, we've got our own ecosystem here. Mm. Well, yeah, we, the, the wombat, the koala, the kangaroo. We, I found out about that when I pitched a tent at some big party I went to, and uh, in the bush, oh, in the on the in the you know, beautiful <laughs> jungle, because uh, I put my tent right underneath it. <laughs> I thought, aha, uh -huh, okay, thank you for telling me that. And I went somewhere else. <laughs> That's nature commuting with you. Like, go away. Think. Yeah. <laughs> ah. 
Where I come from, men go into the woods for sex, Harry. <laughs> All right, pitch a tent. So right. I think, um, He's talking wait. Kabuli. So, so, so wait. What do you think I was setting up a tent for? I mean, it was Ta- a party. So then what, what, what <laughs> happens when the woman goes in? Sorry, stink guy. No, I think there's uh, a lot of laughter. Oh. Uh, and, then the, and then the woman leaves, and then there's a lot of crying. And that's drop off the tree. I think, I think, th- I think there's a lot of unacknowledged, um, you know, stuff that happens in the darkness that nobody talks about afterwards. Have you read <laughs> Brave New World? <laughs> I have. It's kind of like that, you know. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. on drugs. There's really crappy music. Um, and, yeah. I've got to turn it all around. I've been raped that many times. I've got to talk to someone about it. Yeah, it's a comedy show. Go ahead, Bruce. You know that those uh, Huxley brothers were completely read in, right? The Brave New World author and his brother. I mean, they're, they're, that's actually part of the plan laid out. Pure disclosure. Pure disclosure. Yeah, so again, they were the, uh, you don't... the Fabian socialists. Right? Yeah. So is there two different factions? Because I thought about, you know, what would happen if you combine 1984, where the orgasm's outlawed, and then in Brave New World, they're all high on drugs having orgies. I'm like, ooh, that's going to work out well. I reckon the best take well, of that is that Woody Allen film Sleeper. Well, you know, I mean, I I think we are kind of seeing that now, considering we're living in a universe where everybody has to. Uh, You broke up there, Steve. I said, I said, everybody's got to, you know, wear a mask, except when you're sitting down at a restaurant. Right. So it'll be like no orgies allowed unless you're sitting down at a restaurant. So are you saying that the coronavirus doesn't go below six feet, so midgets are totally, and dwarves are fine? Sounds like it. Yes, what exactly. It'll, yeah, it'll okay. be, it'll cover the porn market. Bruce, you're up! <laughs> yeah, so there'll be a lot of guys slipping off to the gay rub and tug and coming home and telling their wife they went for a COVID test. <laughs> an extensive it'll, one. It, they needed an excuse to explain the walk. <laughs> what I've, I saw, I've seen footage, unfortunately, of um, there was a, a practice dummy for the anal swab. I didn't watch all of it. Thank God. Practice dummy. <laughs> just, just the money shot, I assume. Practice uh, no. dummy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Monty, Monty gets excited too fast, guys. Sorry. No, I don't. Uh huh. All right. So I gather we've been talking about this sort of thing. So uh, what do you guys do over Skype? Uh, that's Zoom. You're thinking of Zoom. Oh. <laughs> like that um, guy from the New York Times. I mean, really. I mean, he decided we had a meeting, and then seven seconds later, he's got his pants off and watching porn while still on the Zoom call. <laughs> so it's a, a Zoom goon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like. I mean, obviously, I understand that you know there's a sexual tension and you need to release. But less than ten seconds after leaving a work Zoom call, 
He's lucky his boyfriend wasn't there. It would have been a Zoom yeah. spoon. You know the funny part about A Brave New World? I've got the book in my hand right now, and it's uh, oh done from Albert Huxley. Albert yeah. Huxley. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which page would you like me to go to? <laughs> well, no, I'm still watching this, the show. <laughs> hey, good, Paul. 84. You can 84. call random help. They might, they might be looking for an article. Hang on, hang on, hang on. 1984. 1984. Hang on, 70, 80. Hang on, hang on. Uh, 80. 84. Okay. A brave new world. Uh, touch, uh, to touch the ferns in instant death proudly will warrant. Uh, Symmetry, solemnly. You guys got the common core there down under? I'm the worst. No, we haven't uh, got that far yet. I'm the worst reader of any book that you could ever imagine. <laughs> I'm illiterate. So, <laughs> um, yeah, but, uh, so that was the first sort of paragraph. So, yeah, that was page 84. Well, so, so wait, if you're illiterate, then why do you own a book? No, it's a friend's book. Oh, why are you stealing from your friends? They have um, a barbecue. No, it's to um, keep the sofa level. Like the fryer. Yeah, no, no, it was actually under the seat because it had a little, um, you know, uh, just a book stop. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, okay. Um, so basically one of the most uh, prevalent books that shows what type of thing is happening to humanity is like, I'm going to use it to uh, um, to keep my sofa even. Well, you know, at least it's being used. Yeah, don't laugh. I've got a book uh, levelling out my crossbar to hang up all my kitchen stuff. Uh, yeah, but which book, though? We've got to find like an all-encompassing term to define these people. <laughs> These cancel culture weirdos, you know, let's just call them the root chakra cult. Yeah. Well, cult is basically what uh, it, it, it's interesting where uh, cults have risen, not the name, but the, the actions of the SJWs and the cancer culture. Even, uh, dare I say, a lot of um, hardcore 100 percent Trumpites or Trumpers where yeah. the, it's, it's very it's very the cult like. Can we be strange? I I would say it's more accurate to say. Sorry. Hang on, on, Paul first, and then Steve, thanks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, The funny part about that is Australians are actually well cultured, and we actually uh, have books still, you know, that haven't been ripped out of libraries, although some of them have been. And not returned. Yep. They don't don't have to rip them down. All they have to do is uh, not teach you how to read them. Well, that's correct. Yeah. Like I said, I can't spell to save me life, but I can read semi okay. Can we? <laughs> I'll think of you more. On the spot, that's as good as I could do. So sorry, fellas. No, well done, Paul. Well, I mean, you may, you may have lost your chance. I mean, you know, they just canceled Dr. Seuss, and I, I don't know how I got through first grade English without without the good doctor, um, you know, in my bedroom. <laughs> 
Anthropologically yeah. speaking, uh, Bruce, you know, on that uh, root chakra mob, I think we should, you know, call him the – what did I think of? I forgot it now. No, the jive – that's it. The jive monkey funkers. Uh, yeah, fun- funkers, I, I, like in the I, I think musical. It's more appropriate. I, I think the navel chakra is more appropriate because it's it's specifically attacking things that are creative, right? It's it's attacking creative people is is what it's doing. Yeah. On, a, on, a ba- so, on a oh, just on a on a basic level, angels create and demons uh, manipulate because they can't create anything. And so we're seeing like that demon culture of like, well, uh, and it's seen it with a lot of fandoms where they go they go into a fandom, change everything so it's perfect for their world, and then leave the fandom and it just crumbles away. Doctor Who's been one of the latest ones. Yeah. Now we're coming up to the end of Planet Collingwood. I've had an interesting two hours. Thank you very much for uh, everyone being here, Steve. Where can people find you on the interwebs? All right. Uh, there is uh, dlive.tv for slash Zerolath. I do a lot of fun little uh, live streams like this one that I try to do every uh, Wednesday morning. Uh, and uh, youtube.com for slash Zerolath. Uh, announcement at uh, 3.30 uh, Eastern Standard Time tomorrow. Uh, me and Dennis Eggleston are going to be having a conversation. If you don't know anything about that, Go to my YouTube channel and go check out my Dennis Eggleston interviews playlist. Um, he's gonna blow your mind. Um, we usually talk for about an hour. Um, and uh, also, it's been announced, uh, I'm allowed to announce it. Uh, April 2nd, I am going to be on the Phoenix Enigma doing an interview. Uh, effectively on the runes uh on april 2nd the phoenix enigma can be found also on d live and on theta oh excellent uh bruce where can people find your books oh i just go to amazon m-a-c-d-o-n-a-l-d bruce mcdonald you'll find them. stardust ranch light of darkness there's a novel up there too they're all good you'll enjoy them Excellent. I've read one. of I'm halfway there. I need to get the other one. Uh, Harry, where can people see you performing? Because you still do that live thing. Yeah, all over the place. What? Andrews, Montmorency, Faulkner, all over. Um, uh, let's see. And and local shopping centre near you. But if you uh, want to know, get inside this mind of this crazy person that you're listening to on Revolution Radio. It's harrythebusker.weebly.com. Thank you very much. And, Ospol, any passing comments before we go? No. All right. Thanks for that. A uh, big shout-out to Cortex for popping in. Uh, apparently, he's still listing on his cell mobile phony type thing. And um, hello, Cortex, and goodbye, everyone. That was Planet Collingwood uh, uh, for another week. We will uh, be back in 20... Oh, sorry, we ran out of time, Paul. Uh, six days and sorry. 21 hours. Thank because- you. Uh, the United States is time travelling on Sunday, and so uh, be 5 p.m. Melbourne time. We are awesome. We're 100% listeners as well, so if you enjoy the last two hours, uh, donate what you can. We'll be back next week for a lot more laughs and so forth and such and everything else like that. I love you, but from afar, let's get it down. See you soon, everyone.